Welcome to the Disrupting Obesity Podcast. I'm Charlotte Skeins, and I'll be sharing ways to regain control over your body and lose an extreme amount of weight naturally. Being fat is about so much more than just the food. It's about your relationship with food. That means that dealing with your weight is about more than just the food too. You have to change that relationship. You have to start disrupting obesity. Happy holidays. Here they come. And for some of us, it's super exciting and some of us do nothing but dread it. The holidays can be pretty fraught and pretty daunting. So let's take some time. I'm going to do two full episodes and let's take a look at it. See if we can make it any less intimidating. And I'll give you some coping strategies and survival skills. When people ask me what's changed since I lost the weight, like what's gotten easier, the holidays always come to mind. I went from gorging myself at the holidays and then feeling like shit about it, to trying so hard not to gorge myself at the holidays and then feeling like shit about it, to finding some middle ground with a lot less feeling bad about myself in it, to not really worrying about it at all. Food is still a focus for me at the holidays. I think that's pretty much unavoidable, but the way I handle it is very different. I love food, but I don't need nearly as much of it to feel satisfied anymore. I still get all the happy Christmas food feelings but I don't have to deal with hating myself later or having to battle with the scale again. You can still find joy in food. You just have to ask yourself, how much food do you need to feel the joy and how often do you need to feel it? Holiday eating gets easier. As you learn to be satisfied with less and satisfied in different ways with food, the holidays get a lot less intimidating. You'll learn to trust yourself and your body. Once you know you have the skills you need to get through them, the holidays are a lot easier to take on. And it isn't that you somehow detach yourself from the holiday binge urges. It's that as you learn to be more satisfied physically and emotionally with less food the rest of the year, you naturally learn to feel satisfied with less physically and emotionally at the holidays too. Your relationship with food changes. The holidays are a really intimidating time of year when you're battling your weight and trying to change your relationship with food because of how closely you link the holidays to your feelings. So many feelings. I don't think I've ever met anybody who's genuinely neutral about the holiday season. I've met some people who think they are, but that's a very different thing. Whether you're anxious or excited about them, you anticipate the holidays. I know people who plan their whole lives around the menus for the different holidays throughout the year. But the year-end holidays are the worst. They're the most anticipated, the most heavily linked to all that food and all that eating. It isn't just the food and the eating, though. It's the pressure and the stress so much pressure and stress. And what do we do when we're feeling under the gun and stressed out? We eat. I have a ton of anxiety around the holidays. I'm the person who will ruin Christmas. I don't want to ruin things. I don't want to get so upset and all over the place, but I try to be pretty self-aware and I know my anxiety will get the better of me. So I've put safety nets in place for myself and I've got a few of them. I try to get all my shopping and wrapping done by Halloween. Seriously. And I know how early that is, but as soon as the boys go back to school, I really get my ass in gear. I've always been one of those people who shops pretty much all year through. Like I just try to find things as they jump out at me and I really don't like rushing. I like to start decorating on the 1st of November. Calm down. I don't turn the lights on until after Remembrance Day. And I'm a psycho who loves Christmas trees. So I put up a few of them. Like I have a fully decorated mini tree in my bathroom. I really like Christmas. But if I wait to deal with the presents until after I've got the decorating sorted out, I'm well on my way to a December meltdown. 
and it's not going to be pretty. And I'm going to end up just as upset with myself as I am with the rest of the situation. But if I use my safety nets, those deals I've made with myself to save myself from myself, then Christmas gets a whole lot better. This is my third year with the safety net about the presents, and I'll never go back. If you want more on safety nets, you can go back to episode 21. I'll drop a link for you in the notes. And sure, you could argue all day long that all I've done is relocate the stress and anxiety to October, maybe, but it definitely doesn't feel that way. December has its own very special brand of stress. Being able to relax and enjoy that month, especially when I contrast it with what Christmas used to look like, Sean and I still wrapping presents and at each other's throats at two in the morning on Christmas Eve. When I contrast that with a little stress spread out over October, it seems like a really fair trade. Safety nets of the holidays can help you mitigate your stress too. And I realize that wrapping presents in October ostensibly has nothing to do with eating in December, but you and I both know that isn't true. Getting that work done in October and November leads to less stress in December. Less stress in December leads to less eating in December and less of the wrong kind of eating, the mindless shoveling that we do to distract ourselves from everything else that's going on. When you're trying to get a handle on your weight and you're taking charge of your relationship with food, the holidays can feel like you're heaping torture on top of torture. The sight and smell of all your favorite foods are colliding in your brain with all those memories of all the times that you've eaten them before and you just want to feel the holiday feelings and eat the holiday foods. Telling yourself you're just not going to eat it this year isn't going to work. You're either going to crave and eat the food you're telling yourself that you're not going to eat, or you're going to end up eating too much of something else because you didn't eat the food you wanted to eat. This is where my whole JLOI thing comes into play. Eat whatever you want, just less of it. Everybody fixates on the just less part of it, and that's fine. It's super important. I'm a fan. Small incremental changes are my jam, as you know, but it's the first part. It's the eat whatever you want part. That's the game changer. It's what's going to make the difference. Everybody's focused on the just less part, right? So they're focused on a negative. For some reason, our brains seem to automatically classify anything that's less as a negative. We don't like to hear less. We want to be told we're getting more. Marketers and advertisers have had this figured out for decades. We're sold more all the time. We love hearing more. Well, that's not going to happen right now. More, when it comes to food, is what got you here. But focusing on less isn't going to help you. It's not what you want to hear. So how long are you going to listen to yourself if all you're doing is continually telling yourself to have less, have less, have less? I don't want you in a negative mindset. We're trying to avoid that. The more positive you feel, the easier this is all going to be, and the more likely you are to take this all the way and get to your goal weight. I want you thinking about that first part. I can eat whatever I want. Just less of it is almost a parenthetical aside. I can eat whatever I want. That's exactly what you want to hear. So that's exactly what you want to tell yourself. And it's not a lie. You should eat whatever you want. Just less of it. Tell yourself what you want to hear especially coming into this super stressful season. You really want to be hearing yes at Christmas. I've struggled with my mental health since that whole almost dying thing a few years ago. Something Sean did, without telling me about it at the time, was that he did what he calls creating an environment of yes. He wanted me to stay as positive as possible, so he made sure I heard yes a lot. 
And I'm not necessarily talking about things or stuff. It was about framing things from what to have for dinner to upcoming specialist appointments, just framing them in a positive way. You want to be living in an environment of yes too. Stop telling yourself no and find a way to tell yourself yes. If you want to eat some of Great Aunt Susie's famous peanut brittle, go for it. Dive in. She's not getting any younger and it's literally a once a year thing. You'll be pissed at yourself all year if you don't at least taste that stuff. And you'll eat God knows how much of God knows what, trying to fill a void that could have very easily been filled with just slightly less of that brittle. And yeah, I know it's about a billion calories a square inch, but if you love it that much, you should have some. It's a juice versus squeeze thing. In this, for instance, the juice is the peanut brittle, and the squeeze is the calories you're going to have to find somewhere else so that you can have the brittle without paying for it on the scale and paying for it when you're beating yourself up about your brittle binge later. Have the damn brittle. Just find a way to make it work. Next week, in part two of our Surviving the Holidays series, I'm going to break down some strategies for finding a way to accommodate things like brittle into your calories. The important thing is knowing that there are ways to do it so that you can go into the holidays not panicking, not already feeling deprived and worried about what you can or can't eat or how shitty you're going to feel if you don't eat the things you want or how shitty you're going to feel if you eat too much of the things you want. Have the fucking brittle. Just a little bit less. Track what you're doing. Track this Christmas so you don't have to do it two years from now. I know it'll suck. I've done it more than just a couple of times. Remember, it took me two and a half years to lose 201 pounds, and then I gained back more than 100 of it and had to lose it again. So I've tracked my way through some Christmases. Track what you eat this holiday season, just like any other day. I promise it will pay off. It will probably pay off a little less this year, but you'll be reaping dividends in the future. Is it likely that you're going to go over with your calories? Yeah, possibly. Maybe even probably. But even if you do go over, keep tracking. It's really important when you're tracking what you eat that you don't stop just because you went over. And that goes for the whole year, not just the holidays. Lots of people stop tracking just as soon as they hit their daily limit because why bother, right? You're already over and over is over, right? No. No, it isn't. Over isn't over. Going over by 50 calories and going over by 500 aren't the same thing at all. It's also highly probable that deep down, you know that's true and you use it to keep yourself eating. I'm already over, so what difference is it going to make? The difference is how you're going to feel about yourself when you go over by 50 or when you go over by 500. And you need to live in both of those feelings. So you've got to track all of it. I get that you don't want to know. That you hit a point where you just want to keep eating with zero real awareness of what's going on or what you're doing to yourself. That's my whole point. I want you to be as aware of what's going on and what you're doing as you can. Because that awareness is way more likely to help you slow down than sitting there feeling bad and then you work your way through another tin of peanut brittle. If you haven't already, go give episode 12 a listen. It's called The 3A Way. And that's one of the very first tools that I hand my clients. Awareness, acknowledgement, accountability. You can't change what you can't see. So you need to become as aware of what you're doing as you can. Nothing changes that isn't acknowledged. And accountability, 
the part where you follow through with yourself and make sure you actually get it done, that is change. This holiday season, make yourself as aware as you can. Work the hell out of that first A. We'll worry about the other two later. Don't put your head down and eat your way through this Christmas like you've done in other years. Keep your eyes open and pay attention to what you're doing. As a side note, booze, you're going to resent the hell out of those calories, but you've got to track them too. You've got to track all of it. It's no different than any other day. Your body doesn't give a shit about the calendar. Your TDEE doesn't change because the holidays got here. And I am never, ever, ever going to encourage you to somehow find a way to burn more calories so that you can eat more peanut brittle. I think that's the height of stupidity when it comes to obesity. You don't earn calories. Your body burns the number it burns, and that's it. There's no leeway here. This isn't a punitive system. Your body isn't out to get you, even when it feels like it is. If a coach or anybody is telling you that you can have all the brittle you want so long as you exercise enough, they're full of shit. I mean, technically, sure, sure. You're looking at a couple hundred calories for every 50 grams of peanut butter you take down. And we both know that stuff is dense and heavy as hell. So let's say, let's just say that you can hold yourself to that 50 grams. Just one little piece. Okay. You would only have to jog for 20 minutes. Or walk really briskly for a half hour. Or ride a bike for a half hour. If you'd rather jump rope, 20 consecutive minutes will do. 40 minutes of swimming laps. Half an hour of rowing. Those will all do it. So yeah. We're not going to earn our food with exercise. It's a really bad idea. And you and I both know that if exercise isn't part of your usual jam, you're not starting at Christmas. There's too much other stuff going on. Next week, I'm back. We're going to do part two of surviving the holidays. And we're going to talk some serious strategies, some nuts and bolts strategies to help you get through the holiday season relatively unscathed. I wanted to let you know too that last week on Instagram, I released a free download, Get Started for the Last Time. It's 11 things that you can do right now to start losing the weight for good. There's a link in the notes if you'd like to check it out. But in the meantime, keep trying, keep tracking, don't be intimidated and don't give up. You've totally got this. Thank you for listening to Disrupting Obesity with Charlotte Skeynes. If you know it's time to take back control, lose the weight and keep it off, reach out to me privately with a direct message on Instagram that says ready so you can start disrupting obesity.